So what's the date? And welcome to Ball Games Podcast, Episode 7. What? Let's get into it. What did you say? So what's the date? It's uh, Cambodian. Oh, okay. Okay. Episode 7, Bruno, of the podcast that Bruno still refuses to post anywhere on his social media. <laughs> How are you, you big slut? I'm good. All good, all good. So my birthday was Wednesday. Woohoo! 15th of July for anyone As you can who see, didn't listen to the last one. Everyone that cares about him yeah. is present today. We're having, a, we're having a party today. A few people coming over. They're all here already. A few uh, people. It's me and the cats. And, and that's uh, it. We've basically sort of locked them in the other room so that they can't escape. So oh, that's a that's usual, usual day today yeah. in this house. So it's, yeah, we're just going to have a little bit of a debauched piss up. Just a quiet one, only one or two human sacrifices to the god. What's his name? Huitzilopochtli. Wasn't it supposed to be goat sacrifices? No. No, okay. Doing cool. human ones now. Uh, so, a couple of quick football news, Bruno. Leeds United are back in the Premier League after 16-year absence. Mm. Well done to them. Congrats. Uh, also, basically, I think if Brentford win their game today, I don't know if it's going on at the moment or not, they'll go to second with one point clear of West Brom there's only one game left so Oof, that's for that that's second space is looking pretty tasty uh, and also did you, did you see this World Cup winner and former Chelsea winger Andre Scherler has announced his retirement 29. from football at, at 29. 29 yeah yeah I saw that as well that guy was a World Cup winner that's how far he's declined so quickly <laughs> well, he, didn't, he didn't even look that bad a couple of years ago at Fulham no he was actually decent but you know he was never a top, top player. That's what yeah, I think. Yeah. He was Andre Schiddle. Also, did you see uh, Captain Tom, the legend who walked around his garden so many oh, times? Oh, the one that's been knighted yeah, by the raised, Yeah, I mean, can you let me tell this fucking news? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Every time you just interrupted it. Fucking bastard. Yeah, so obviously he raised, what, 33 million for the NHS? Yeah. He has now been knighted by the Queen, Bruno. Which, of course, you didn't know until I just told you, did you? I actually read the news today. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's brilliant, isn't it? Fucking legend, that guy. Right? I thought she was going to chop his head off she because she was shaking too much. Yeah. She offered him uh, to stay for the tea thing they do afterwards. He said, no, he's got other plans. <laughs> he just smoked the fucking Queen. Bye, bitch. Bitch, I got stuff to do. <laughs> I got more important stuff to do, like what? Oh Walk my God, around. You're so desperate for my attention, Elizabeth. Can you just fuck off? Give me some space. <laughs> All right. So what we're talking about today, Bruno? We're going to be talking about pets and the wonderful ways they enrich our lives. Pet peeves or pets? Well, no. We'll do that on another one and oh, try okay. and keep your racist views out of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, what was your first ever pet? Uh, that I remember a dog, a husky. Yeah, what was his name? Alex. Alex. <laughs> Tribute to Jameson. <laughs> oh, it was years before this child was I, I born. No, just kidding. A job. <clears throat> he was he was funny. He was a brown uh, brown husky. I bet you hated that, didn't you? No, I fucking loved it. <laughs> when, uh, when I was uh, blue, the other one was half green, half brown. Oh yeah. He was actually. What, what really do they nice. call that? That's that's got a special name. Isn't it has. It? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember the name, but it was really nice. So I got it before. I don't. I don't even remember. It, I was what, maybe sixteen, seventeen when I got the dog, and I remember when I went to university, the dog would go every day to sleep underneath my bed and cry because he wasn't used to 
for, for me to be uh, away from the house. I think probably cried when you came back, to be honest. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, does my mic seem okay? It just seems a bit... No, it's okay. I can hear you a lot really quieter nice. than yours. No, I can hear you really can nice. you turn your microphone up and turn my dance? No, you no, no, no. You're the star. No, no, no. I'm no, clearly no. the fucking star of the show. Yeah, just because it's your birthday. Do not undermine me. <laughs> I'll mute your microphone in a second. I'll fucking yeet you off the balcony, you bastard. Yeah, so what? So Alex was your first ever pet. Yeah. Big husky. How, was he a big lad? Uh, not too big. He was probably a little bit bigger than Benjo. Really? Yeah. Small no, one? Yeah. Wow. So <laughs> my first ever pet was a rabbit. I think we had when I was sort of like a toddler called Bugsy. Bugsy yeah. Malone. Yeah, I don't really remember much about it, it? So I'm so young. But it used to obviously live in its hutch in the garden. How did it taste? Uh, ask the fox. <laughs> <laughs> it, died, it died of a heart attack. Frightened by a fox hmm. to death. Fucking little shitty fox. But, but wait, did he go outside? Or did the fox just... Well, he lived outside in his hutch. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, what, so what did you have after Alex? Uh, after Alex, any like, do you have any like small pets or anything? No, like no, no, no. I remember. I think my mum, when I was younger, they had like little birds, and we had some fish. Three little birds. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. But I, I don't, I don't actually remember because I was too young. But uh, after Alex, I had another uh, dog. It was a Portuguese breed called Serra da Estrela. A very big one. His head was massive. He was yeah. around. The last time I remember taking him to the vet, he was weighing around 60 to 70 kilos. And I, I used Fuck to remember when he, when he used to put his front paws on my shoulders, his head was probably like this above mine. He was taller than me. Well, well not difficult. But, you were five foot two. We established yeah. that on the other I only had dogs. Uh, back in Portugal, I only had yeah. dogs. Except when I, um, before I came to England, I had two cats as well. Yeah, one of them is with Pino now. I left it with him. The other one is with someone who shall not be named. Let's, uh, not, talk, let's not talk about all of the animals. Yeah, I had a, a few dogs. We've got to spread it out in yeah, this yeah, podcast, yeah, yeah. Bruno. Yeah, but you ask. Anyway, them. let's go to. I tell you what we do. Oh, so, <clears throat> speaking of, what was we talking about? So obviously, I had that rabbit. You had your first pets with dogs. There's such a difference, like rabbits. I don't really know what they offer. In terms of, like, okay, a bit of comfort, but it's almost like they're imprisoned. You keep them in a cage. And if you don't, they will fucking chew everything yeah, in your you house. let them out every now and again. We used to have this um, sort of, like, circular pen type thing for when he was indoors. Like he'd just run around. Like a UFC cage, like just for that. Throw my brother in there to get him. Get him, get your hands up. Protect yourself. And let me guess, the bunny always won. Always, mate. He was like that bunny from Holy Grail, have you seen that? That explains a lot about your brother. The amount of people that died at his hands. Jesus. <laughs> what was his name? The des- Bugsy the Destroyer? <laughs> Demon. <clears throat> All right. Uh, so, let's go to our first section then. Let's. Uh, I haven't got an introduction for you this week. Oh. Let's put one in. That's good. Um, shall I make one up off the spot? <coughs> yeah, just make one up when um, I'm used to it. I wouldn't even let him babysit a plant, let alone any kids. Uh, it's Mr. Bruno Diaz. <laughs> okay, again, only in the US to start with. Yeah. Two men robbed a convenience store. 
wearing watermelon disguises. They literally carved watermelons and put their heads inside. You can see this one looks like a fucking alien genius. It's like watermelon jack-o'-lantern. One one suspected melon head has been charged. The other one is being sought. Melon head. So what? They they just charged. They took the melon head off and they charged the melon head. Yeah, it was like a Scooby-Doo. Right, let's see who's under the mask. They take it off. <laughs> this was in in Virginia. Obviously, it had to be Virgin. Oh, it was on the sixth of May, my birthday. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what a lovely, yeah. lovely birthday present. <laughs> Fuck you know. The gift like, of crime. <laughs> but the owner of the store said, "I think it's ridiculous, innovative, but ridiculous." I like that he respects their ingenuity. Yeah. <laughs> I always want to give you the money. Oh. oh, whoa, 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 get it off. <laughs> so basically, there's a cat in a, in a cat shelter. He's being uh, on the news because he's always breaking out all of his uh, companions. He opens the door and let them all out. <laughs> and he stays, but he stays. Legend. He just lets them go, go out. Free. I'll, take the, I'll take the rap. <laughs> so... They're trying to find ways to keep them inside, but the motherfucker always opens the doors. <laughs> I think it's like Kira. Kira opens any door, so I can imagine him with a little kit. Free. That's funny. Yeah, they, they've seen it. Some animals are really good at problem solving. Like I saw this documentary a few years ago about like honey badgers. Yeah. This guy was trying to keep them in his zoo, and they kept finding ways to get out of the enclosure. They leave a tunnel under, so he couldn't put a fence up, so he built high walls. And then they rolled some of the rocks from their pen high yeah. enough and placed them so they could climb out. But they kept finding ways out. They have a thing saying, his name is Quilty. Quilty will not be contained, and he has no shame. <laughs> Quilty will not be contained. <laughs> He's now on a week-long trial at a possible forever home, where his potential adopter said he hasn't shown any slickness at all yet. He's going to break out of there, go back to the shelter and break all the other ones out again. <laughs> Cat is cute, man. Yeah. <clears throat> what else? Oh, okay. There was still a seagull that grabbed a little chihuahua and left with it. Like, bye-bye. This was in uh, Devon. That happened, um, didn't that happen in America as well? Yeah. Last year at some point. They think it ate it as well. I don't understand how it would be able to eat a chihuahua. No, I think he just confused it with a, a little rat. Surely the chihuahua would be able to defend itself against a seagull. I know they have wham, but... Yeah, but still. He's got sharp teeth. I'm pretty sure he dropped a chihuahua somewhere like, fuck this. Yeah, just, <laughs> I fucking hate this dog. Just dropped it from a massive height. <laughs> the name of the chihuahua, just for the record, was Gizmo. Good name. Actually, like that. So, um, in Australia... A man, yeah. a man was forced to quit his job Why? after being outed as the Australia's notorious poo jogger. So a guy that used to go run and shit everywhere. What? Yeah, he was accused of serially pooing in public. He has quit his job after a photographer caught him relieving himself on a suburban Brisbane street. Yeah, fucking too right, you disgusting bastard. Mr. Andrew Douglas Mankintosh was dubbed the poo jogger. Why? Why? Does he just go jogging when he needs a shit? Oh, but this guy was nice, man, because he actually took toilet paper with him. He oh, knew man. he was going to take a shit, so he was fro- photographed holding toilet paper outside the Logan Road block on May 11th, and he's been charged with one count of pub- public 
nuisance. Yeah. He can. He was 64 years old. Still jogging. I'll give that to him. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and shitting everywhere. Mate, Don't invite him round your house. <laughs> he shows up to your house with toilet roll. Why, why doesn't he run with um, a diaper? Yeah. Adult diaper. I don't know. In the States again, uh, father and son were accused of selling body parts infected with HIV. Jesus Christ. I mean, and selling knew, body parts is pretty bad enough. Yeah, but they knew the materials were contaminated and they were still selling it. Who were they selling it to? Uh, I don't know. The don't HIV know. is like almost like a side note, really. They were selling it to the Biological Research Center of Rosemont in Illinois. Where were they getting these body parts from? Uh, I don't know. It says here, although it's not illegal to dismember and sell body parts, it's not illegal in the States. Is it illegal to kill the person and then do it? So if you find a dead body, cut and dismember it, and the police go, what the fuck are you doing? Go, I didn't kill him. I'm just chucking him off for research. Selling the body parts. Oh yeah, that, that isn't illegal actually. So yeah, carry That's on. Fine. Yeah, it's not illegal to dismember and sell body parts. It is against the law to knowingly sell human remains that test positive for infectious diseases. There's some fucked up priorities in that country, bro. Uh, I don't know. Do you think if we go there and we kill someone and we just dismember the motherfucker, we can get away with it? No, because you've just said the key point that we've killed them. Allegedly. Well, not allegedly. You've said we've done it. <laughs> you can't say allegedly after you've admitted it. <laughs> Again, in, yeah, in America, there's a raccoon who captured the nation's attention because he was climbing a building, a 20-story building, and everyone was literally... Like fathers for justice. Yeah, everyone was glued to the TV waiting for him to get to the top. Debbie, I want to see my kids. I'll climb this building until you... <laughs> he actually went to the top. Lad. There are pictures of him at the top just chilling. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> just celebrating and uh, that's it uh, okay robo mm, robot sex doll inventor claims it has improved his marriage <laughs> do we need to say any more on that or does that sort of tells you the full story really doesn't it but that's the female doll Sergi Santos is a little bit worried about what will happen when somebody builds a male robot what is he What's he worried about? That he probably will lose his wife because she's going to fuck a fucking robot. Well, if he's fucking a robot, then she can as well. Do you reckon he's built the robot? Because he's like shagging you. He's basically like shagging a robot. As a result, the 39-year-old electrical engineer said that the Bosomy bot allows him to get sexual release when his partner of 16 years, Maritza something, isn't in the mood. So I'm pretty sure, like, he's just a horny bastard. She, he's at home with her in bed at night. She says, "Ah, oh, no, I have a headache." He's so like, she's laying down and he's shagging a robot next to her. Do you like it? Do you like Does it even look anything? <clears throat> it actually doesn't look like a woman on the head, but it looks like a woman in the body. How is he doing that? Wrong end. I don't know. Do you know what? Each ten around. If you want to shag a robot, shag a robot. Yeah, man. But look, first robot sex brothel in the U.S. slated to open in Houston, Texas. I know a few people that would go there. Yeah. I'm not I'm not saying any names today. <laughs> this this one is called What have all of these things got really loud fucking videos at I, I don't know. It's on the HuffPost. Post. to do loads of editing. This annual penis festival in Japan is about more than just giant schlongs. No, it's a fertility festival. 
in Kawasaki. It aroused lots of interest last weekend. Um, it's been a tradition since 1969. I don't know. I, I've never seen this festival. It's a good but number, I, that, isn't it? 69. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it before. It's a fertility festival. So <laughs> apparently, there's dicks time. everywhere. <laughs> they want to have a baby and they're struggling or something like that. They put like a little letter, or, okay. you know, they write their wish down, stuff like that. Again, in the States, a man uses a live alligator for his baby's gender reveal party. He decided to put a balloon what in his room. <laughs> I don't know. Um, These gender reveal parties are fucking ridiculous anyway. No one cares. Well done, you're having a baby. It's not special. You're not unique. No one cares about your stupid little gender reveal. And they all try and one-up each other. Have you seen the ones that go wrong? He goes to like bat this ball that reveals it or something. Yeah. He ends up twatting his wife in the fucking head with a bat. <laughs> but imagine this one with an alligator. What the fuck can go wrong? Lose your daddy straight away, even before you you know who the fuck he is. Almost uh, deserves it. The video had more than five million views on Facebook. Why the? F- I don't know. Well, fuck it. I don't care. Um, this one is a funny one, actually. A driver tries to pass. Homer Simpson uh, driver's license off as real to the cops. I'm just trying to understand how a guy from Milton Keynes. <laughs> this was in the UK. I thought this was in the States, to be honest. How do you spe- how do you go from having a yellow fucking guy in the driver's license? A cartoon? <laughs> yeah. A cartoon man. And try to pass it as yourself. Did you paint yourself yellow and you have three little hairs at the top of your head? What the fuck, mate? Oh my god, but look at this driver's license. <laughs> He's literally doing this pose, what I've just done. <laughs> and he was driving also without any insurance. So they, they um, took the car. Oh, of course, no insurance company would give a fucking animated character of <laughs> insurance, would they? Somebody tweeted, it looks legit. Is the, sign- is the signature what you're suspecting of? Yeah. <laughs> On the bright side, it was not family guy. <laughs> okay, now let's go for the last one. I saved the last one for the best. So a plane was forced to make uh, an emergency landing because of a farting passenger. <laughs> Imagine how bad it must have been inside that they had to do an emergency landing. A fight broke out because the unnamed man couldn't stop passing gas. Stop it! I can't! Have <laughs> you been eating nothing but eggs? <clears throat> stop farting! I fucking can't! He must have shit himself as well. He must have followed through at some point. So basically, two men were sitting next to an apparently very flatulent man, raised a stink about his, re- his repeated gas attacks. Oh god! Well, that was weird news. Oh no! But you know what? These guys did a complaint uh, to the crew members, and uh, the captain, instead of doing anything, issued a warning to the two complainants, accusing them of noisy and aggressive behavior. Yeah, (laughs) that is. He's a man alone. He's got chronic flatulence. Chronic? How the fuck do you know it's chronic? You said he was farting non-stop and the plane had to do an emergency landing. How would you describe it? (laughs) 
know. That's weird news this week. Um, uh, let's move on to truth or lies. Dun, 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 dun. We really need to find a song to put on this yeah. because this well, is why, getting annoying. Why do we need this album, eh? Uh, so this week I've gone for a slightly different flavour, Bruno. I've gone for Boris Johnson quotes. Oh shit! Bojo quotes. There's so many of them. I, I've only picked five, I believe. Or no, I've got six for you this week. Uh, so yes, yeah, standard rules apply. Is it truth or lie? I'll go for the first one. Voting Tory will cause your wife to have bigger breasts and increase your chances of owning a BMW M3. Is that something he said, or is that a lie? I think that's a lie. It's true. It was um, on voting Conservatives. That was a subject. The next one. For ten years, we in the Tory party have become used to pa- to Papua New Guinea-style orgies of cannibalism and chief killing. Is that truth or lie? That's lie. It's true. It was he, he was speaking about Papua New Guinea in 2006. Okay, this one. Uh, controversial. Orientals have larger brains and higher IQ scores. Blacks are the other pole. Is that truth or lie? Did he say that? No, it's a lie. It's true. What? It's from an article published in the Spectator <clears throat> for when he was editor in 2008. It's brilliant to have a racist prime minister. Um, next one. Female students went to university because they have got to find men to marry. Is that true or that, lie? That coming from him, it's true. Yep. He was talking about women to Malaysian prime minister Najib Brazak in 2013. <clears throat> what a nice guy. Uh, next one. If a constituent came to my MP's surgery with her face obscured, I should feel fully entitled to ask her to remove it so that I could talk to her properly. That's true. If a female student turned up at school or university lecture looking like a bank robber, then ditto. Those in authority should be allowed to converse openly with those that are being asked to instruct. That's actually true. Yeah, he was talking about Muslim women in just 2018, Bruno. So his views have really progressed in 10 years. Um, this is the last one. You know, 60 million I saw was being spaffed up the wall. You know, on some investigation into historical child abuse. Spaffed up the wall. People investigating historical child no, no, abuse. No. Apparently spending money on exposing this fucking disgraceful behaviour. is spaffing it up the wall. Is that truthful? Why did he say that? He said it. Yeah, he did. In 2019... <laughs> Wonderful, wonderful man. So, Bruno, all of these this week were true. I threw a curveball at you. There was no lies. They're all true. He said all of them. And I've got so many more that I could do this for about seven episodes. Jesus Christ. Anyway, so because of that, we know what we've got to do, don't we, Duke? Don't we, Bruno? Shirts. Thanks, Bojo. So we're going to do a shot of raspberry vodka. Sounds good. It looks all fancy. Look at that, Bruno. Look at that bottle. Fancy, fancy it shit. It has a nice cork. Weird news is over, Bruno. Stop looking. <laughs> no, I'm doing some work for Urban Dictionary. Oh. <laughs> I've got some this week as well, actually. Okay. <coughs> Down us, Bruno. Okay, let's go. Let me smell this. Oh, it smells nice. Smells good. Why are you shaking, mate? Parkinson? No, yeah, my hands always shake. Start. Stop wanking, mate. I don't think it's a wanking. Not Mm. bad. Yeah. Not terrible. 
not amazing. Okay. So, we've spoken about your first sort of couple of pets. Um, so, you had those two dogs. So, Alex, and what was the other one's name? I don't think you told us. Benny. Benny. So <laughs> what, who came after Benny? Uh, a stray dog that my mum uh, picked up from the streets. She, it was a little a female dog. Uh, I don't know why she was named Joanna. She was really little. Uh, then she got pregnant and she had only one dog little one that I had that how did was, she get pregnant Bruno I think it was Alex mm. I'm pretty sure it was Alex I'm looking at you no he didn't look like me at all um, so it was they decided to call him uh, Rookie like little one like uh, Rocky Rookie with two O's Rookie yeah, Rookie yeah Rookie Rookie uh, then we had those two and after that there were four more five my, my father and my mom had always a lot of dogs to, um, how do you call it, Kanish? The little ones, the poodles. We call it Kanish in Portugal. Two poodles, a pug now. They're aggressive, aren't they, poodles? Yeah, they are. Now a pug. And we'll get onto that, that, save that for later. Yeah. So, so, so what were five dogs after Alex and Joanna and Rocky? Yeah. Do you and remember their, what were their names? Uh, the black poodle was Mike. 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 Was he an aggressive little bastard? He was. He was. In the beginning, yes. Then it was... Were they uh, strays as well? Or? No, 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 no. They, they, that, those ones I brought to my mum because she wanted two poodles, so I had a friend yeah. of mine. The other one was uh, Kimbe. I think you actually Kimbe, met him. Kimbe, yeah. You actually Legend. met him. He used to wake me up when I was staying there. Him and Jonas. Then Jonas, the pug, and the other two, Nemo and uh, Jill. Cool. Uh, so yeah, after a while we had the rabbit. I we had two cockatiels. Do you know what they are? Yeah, you told me about that. And they're called they're called <coughs> zig and zag. <laughs> zig and zag. I think my mum got them for like a birthday for me or something. But they used to come and sit on your head or sit on your shoulder. They'd fly around the room and they'd nip at you know like a skirt. Did you ever have a skirting board at the top of your yeah. ceiling? They'd nip at that and just nip off little bits. They were insane. Fucking. They never they never did any sort of talking or mimicking. They were just obviously constantly fucking making noise and they'd shit on you. <laughs> One time they shat on my mum's head. That's money. That's yeah. money. <laughs> good luck. That's good luck, mum. <laughs> they were quite funny, actually. <laughs> funny little creatures. Then after them, we had my cat, my mum called Mischief. Well, I wonder she, why. She gave that name because she was, as a kitten, she was just constantly running around crazy, causing mischief. But she was actually a rescue cat. From as a kitten, yeah. she was found roaming London with her like sister, and I think the mum had got hit by a car or something. But she was tiny. She would even when she was an adult cat, she was really really small. But she was adorable. I loved her. She was crazy though. You'd let her out. She was she used to go outside. She was an outside cat. She'd go out, run halfway up a tree, climb up, look around, run down, down. run up to the next one, go halfway right. up. Anything changed? No, <laughs> yeah. all good. She was funny, but she'd constantly she. She was murderous. Not a day went by that she hadn't killed some creature, a mouse or a bird. Because one time I woke up, because obviously they bring you it as a treat. Like a, a gift, yeah. Three of half mice on my pillow next to my head. Half mice? Yeah. I was like, instantly like, I'm going to throw up. What the fuck? And she's there on top of me like, really <laughs> pleased with myself. <laughs> <laughs> fucking bitch. I thought the cat mafia have sent me a message or something. But she was funny. This is next. She You're killed, next. She killed a crow once. A massive crow. She big, killed the crow. It was like bigger than her. She, I saw her dragging it up the path. 
I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> she went for the jugular. Yeah. <laughs> she died, motherfucker. She, honestly, nearly every day that she went out, she'd come back with some dead creature that but, she's hunted and killed. Look, she was a mafia enforcer. <laughs> she was doing her <laughs> job. She was good at it. She was good at murder. <laughs> she was doing her job. Yeah, but that was quite funny. And then after her, we had... I got a, a goldfish, but it was silver, a silver goldfish. I called it Moby. That's very anticlimactic. So basically, the two birds, I think, died because she scared them to death. Because she'd always climb up. We'd yeah. cover their cage so that they wouldn't freak out. But she'd always climb up it and try and get in there. Yeah. And I think it ended up causing them to have a heart attack. Probably. But I think she also... I don't know if it was me overfeeding the fish or her constantly trying to get to it. Both. Yeah, a mix of both, but it died as well. And then after mischief she was still obviously still alive at the time still quite young only a couple of years old we got a dog that we, my mum called mayhem because oh, yeah. as a puppy it was very similar to mischief <laughs> causing all sorts of trouble there's one time he literally chewed up the sofa to a point where he chewed out the bottom bit and we came home from school and he was asleep inside it inside in the bottom Jesus part Christ. he would chew everything as a puppy you know, alex alex was a, fun, a funny puppy well a funny dog in the in the at the end Because you, you've been to my house. You have that little gate. So if you came to my house, he would let you in. You would go in, everything. But if you tried to come out of the house without me or my father or my mom, he would be sitting at the gate, literally growling at you like, where the fuck are you going? <laughs> You're my dinner. Why are you leaving the house? <laughs> if, you come, if you come with one of us, you'll be cool. He'll open, he'll open space for you to walk. If you're coming alone, he will not let you go. I think He's I'll like, are right. you stealing this? I'll be all right. I've got a good. I've got a way with dogs. It was funny, man. And the little one, Joanna, she would come and go whenever she wanted. She's the only one that could jump over the um, the, the walls. So she would just jump, go out, come back, and just stop. How you doing? Okay. <laughs> I was looking at her like, the fuck have you been? <laughs> and she's like wiggling. She didn't have a tail. Somebody snipped her tail. So oh, she that. wiggling that little, you know, that little bone at the back, looking at me like, I just went for a little walk. Where the fuck do you want? Mate, yeah, mayhem was mental, mate. Honestly, <clears throat> but because we were like young kids, it was sort of up to my dad or my mum to train him. And my dad took it upon himself, but he obviously just never did. So he was just mental. You know what, the, what she did? Every day at five o'clock in the afternoon, she would jump the wall, go to the bus stop and wait for the kids that were coming from school. And she would only leave once the, all of them petted her. And then she would leave. And one day she was ran over by a car because of that. Mm -hmm. She didn't die. <laughs> But she got her Why mouth got crooked. It got like crooked. She had crooked, crooked teeth. She was looking at you. She's like, I'm like, dude, what the fuck's happening with you? Do you have any problem? So Mayhem was a cross between a black Labrador and an Alsatian. So as you can imagine he was pretty big. Yeah. He was so strong, for, even for us black boys, if we wanted to walk him. If he saw another dog, he was dragging you across the now, road. Now imagine going for a walk with Benny or with uh, Nemo. Yeah. They're massive. This one, Alex, gave me a big problem once. Because behind my house, you have those fields. Oh, fuck, I didn't realize. Do you want to admit this? Is, is, is no, this no, a crime? This, that... <clears throat> it, was, it was a crime that my dog actually committed. I didn't realize that at the end of the field, there was, um, you know, Some sheep that belonged to someone, so I took him off the leash. Mate, he starts running around. Where the fuck is he going? I just see him. <gasps> Shit, a sheep. Straight on the neck. 
How did he kill it though? Because you're not saying he wasn't that big, you know. Straight to the neck. He bite her in the neck and he just ripped it off. And I'm like, uh, he's looking at me all proud, blood coming out of his mouth like, I killed something and I'm just putting the leash. Let's go before somebody comes. And on the next day, I actually heard the owner like, oh, somebody killed uh, one of my sheep. I think it was a wolf. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you don't have wolf in a brand. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. It's maybe a small wolf-like canine. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Uh, let's uh, know, carry on. The thing that made him, as he got older, he got he <coughs> turned into a really moody dog, like like you know, like older people. When he when he was younger, you could get stuff out of your mouth that he'd picked up. As he got older, if you tried to do that, you'd lose your fingers if you tried it. Like he would rip them off. He was a bit aggressive. He's old. He didn't like being picked up. He would no. lash out. I, you cannot see it, but underneath my tattoo, I have Alex's mouth, literally. Because uh, one day when Benny was small, I was giving a bone to Benny. I don't know why the fucking dog didn't like it, Alex. He starts running to bite him and I just grabbed him. But when I grabbed him, I probably hurt him because I grabbed him by the, um, the collar. Yeah. He turned back. This part was open straight away. But I was younger. I just pulled my hand back, punched him in the head. He fell on the floor, looked at me, got up and started licking the wound like... Oh shit! Yeah, mate, I'm my, sorry. Mate, did that one again. I think it was my left arm. Yeah. He bit me once when I picked him up because he, because he was getting older, he struggled to walk. Yeah. So I went to pick him up and get him home, but he bit me. It's like he didn't, me. didn't latch on. There was no blood. It fucking hurt, obviously. And he's obviously in, in, immediately. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, like, mine literally I'm opened. Like, fucking bastard. I had a bit of meat falling yeah. down here. Meat. Yeah, you literally opened it's my not meat, is it? It's yeah, it human meat. Yeah, it's meat. I've got questions about you and cannibalism, mate. <laughs> and I'm like. What the fuck are you doing, dog? And then he's looking at me when he's on the floor after I fucking dropped him. He's looking at me like very confused. What the fuck have you done? I'm like, what the fuck have you done? <laughs> have you looked at this? And then he starts licking it and like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And the other one, the little one, with a bone in his mouth looking at us like, what you pair of, you pair of idiots. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's, what we were speaking about the other day. Um, it's funny when you... Because obviously, when they do die, it's absolutely heartbreaking. It's like family, man. Yeah, it's, it's like literally, it's them. like losing a, a sibling or a child or a brother. The the heartbreak you feel is it's, it's almost inexplainable. But when you, someone <laughs> that doesn't really has never really had pets or dogs or cats, they can't understand it. Like, so you tell them, and you can see the reaction. They're like, "Oh, okay, I'm sorry to hear that." But obviously. You remember, you remember. I think uh, one person said to me once when I told him, like, when Mayhem died, oh, it's just a dog. It's like, well, it's just a dog no, for you, not yeah, for me. Yeah, exactly. For me, it's you know, a yeah. loved one, and it's the, heartbreaking. The thing is, you remember Kingsley, the, the dog yeah. that I had here. Even after I gave him away because I couldn't bring him to the house, when I found out that he died, it, it was a little bit heartbreaking, especially because I found out he was run over by a car and he was dropped at the door of the vet yeah so the people didn't even have the decency to, to do anything about it they just fucking drop him at the vet just dumped him there yeah and left and then they called me because the chip was un under my name asking yeah. me if they could cremate him I'm like yeah but I'm not the owner anymore <laughs> but you know it, it was a bit heartbreaking even though he was a little shit yeah, but that's a, this is a thing. They just they give us so. And do you know the best thing about them? I mean, it's not just dogs. I think it's it is true for all pets. Cats are a bit more sort of. They act like they're. Oh, I'm independent. I don't need you. No, but they, they do still do love you. You can feel it. But the 
the thing about it is the love is unconditional. Like, there is literally no conditions to it. No. Okay, you could say, oh, well, you feed them, you walk them, etc. But that isn't them. They don't really get much out of that other than they live, you know, they don't die from starvation or, no, you know. I think cat, cats are different. Cats will not go to the door while when you're coming. A dog well, some of them do. You've seen well, loads Kiko of videos does. of them doing it. Kiko, yeah, Kiko is basically like a dog where he runs up in the owl and want in attention. But Kira, no. Kira doesn't give a shit. She's just, you open the door, she looks at you like, oh, you're back. Hey, Good. Bro. <laughs> F- feed me. Yeah. That's but it. The, like you say, it's, it's unconditional. It's, it's wonderful. And do you know, the thing is, Dogs are the only creature that love you more than they love themselves. They will they will put themselves at risk for yeah. anything. Literally, you are so much more important to them than themselves. We have that example with Banjo. Well, yeah, we'll get to that again in a bit later. Yeah, but it's just wonderful. It's I'm I do, I adore dogs. I see any dog, I'm like I must pet it. Bring that dog to me. Even, even when they, some of them are a bit moody, I'm still like, oh, I want to pet you so badly. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna pet you anyways. <laughs> Well, They're just brilliant, but well, uh, yeah, I think they're wonderful creatures, and it's even things where they can be trained to sniff out cancer and literally pinpoint the exact part of your body where it is. It's not only that. I think they have an exceptional ability to know when, even if you come, you pet them, and on the outside you look like you're happy, you're having a shitty day, and you pet them and everything, and then you leave. Yeah, they've got they a tremendous will... sense of empathy. They will realize you are in in a shit they storm and whatever. Sad. They know cats uh, do it as well. They yeah, know. they do. I'll tell you what. We'll again just quickly about Banjo, my current dog. We'll get on to more about him later. But something that I've seen people have therapy dogs do. So if someone's like manic depressive and they start crying, they these dogs put themselves, move their hands away, and basically like pet me instead. Yeah. Banjo has somehow learnt that empathy without being trained. So I don't know if it's from <coughs> I think it's in them house or even me when I've broken up with partners or other bad stuff has happened to me and maybe I've cried but he's in straight away so now I do it where I like, oh, just sort of like <laughs> and he goes. straight away he puts his nose there moves my hands away puts himself there so I can't get both hands back there so I have to pet him yeah. you didn't no you didn't when you went to my house you didn't meet Mike Mike had already passed away yeah the black poodle I'll I'll tell you one thing so when my mum had the, um, the AVC the, the heart problem yeah the dog was the one who alerted everyone for it. We, we were all asleep, and the dog, out of nowhere, comes into my bedroom, jumps on the bed, starts like, get the fuck out. And I'm like, what do you want, you little prick? I'm going to kill you in a second. They're incredible. And then I hear my father calling me, and I'm like, oh, shit, something happened. And he was the one that woke up my father as well. Same thing with Kiko. Kiko yeah. woke me up during the night when Kira had that problem. And I'm like, what do you want? He starts walking to the toilet. I went after him and Kira was all bloody on the floor. And I'm like, oh, this is yeah. something new. They're so intelligent, honestly. Just the fact that they can do that. And you, there's so many stories out there. We could honestly go on the internet now and find how many stories of animals saving humans' lives or their owners' lives. Or even just waking someone else up to alert them to the horrible situation. But that's how incredible they are and how lucky we are. And I think they it, people do underappreciate them at times. I think we all do. We're all probably guilty of that a little bit. Um, I love my. I pets. mean, there's all these. You must see all these memes and jokes of how like we don't deserve them. We generally don't, but they are no. there in our lives, and thank God they are. Somebody's having a problem with their car. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. I tell you what. We'll do the next section and then we'll um, we'll move on to something. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's go to Urban Dictionary Corner, Bruno. I've got some for you this okay. week. I've got five of them. Do 
you want me to do mine first? Or? Yeah, 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 you can do yours first. So, first one is pink whale. Shit. This is what happens <clears throat> when a girl loses her virginity. Instead of the cherry popping and blood flowing outward, the cherry pops and the blood instead gets forced back upward in turn, breaks the pelvic bone. Did you hear what happened to Vicky? Yeah, I heard her and David finally did it, but something went wrong. He gave her a pink whale. Oh, man, that's got to hurt. If that happens, she won't be back for a while. Grim that, isn't it? Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> this one's equally as grim. Red glove. When you vaginally intrude on a menstruating female with your hand. Come again. <laughs> when you vaginally intrude on a menstruating female with your hand. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We noticed red, uh, Henry had a red glove while he was eating at pot bellies. His girl must be on the period. Go wash your hands, Henry. Jesus Christ. Uh, okay, presenting. Showing your crotch or dick bulge in an obvious or semi-obvious manner. Oh my God, that guy is certainly presenting. His eight inches is presenting itself. We've <laughs> uh, got one here. Way hey. <laughs> I think this one's a bit racially motivated. Uh, a term used when Irish people violently masturbate in a Japanese hotel room. Way hey. <laughs> exact definition of the term is unknown, but some say it's a term used when leprechauns express great ecstasy. <laughs> Do you want to hear the description? The, yeah, uh, obviously. Niall Horan. Way hey! Fangirl. Oh my god, you're so cute! Say it again! <laughs> okay, uh, my final one is July 15th. So I found this, and obviously it was my—it's my birthday. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, what's that? National Missionary Sex and Corn Dog Day with handcuffs. <laughs> Have you ever handcuffed your bitch, giving her missionary sex with a corn dog in your mouth? If not, July fifteenth is the day to try it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'll start with uh, Tony Denza. You know who Tony Denza is. So when you're giving it. <clears throat> When you're giving it to a chick from behind, you yell out, Who's the boss? She'll get confused, turn her head around, and at this moment, you donkey punch her in the face, oh, Jesus and then Christ. scream, Tony Danza! <laughs> Fucking hell! Oh, man. I totally owned Jeff's girlfriend last week when I gave her a Tony Danza. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. This is nothing to do with you. It's just an example. What's Jeff? I don't know Jeff. <laughs> And I don't know why, but at the end there's a little yellow banner saying, get a Tony Danza mug for your barber, Elena. <laughs> yeah, they always do that. Give you... <laughs> why Elena? <laughs> well, a masturbatical. It's a self-imposed period free from masturbation. Oh yeah, it's just a fucking, what do they call it? Often employed by a single man as strategy to improve productivity at work and in other life abstinence. pursuits. That's what it's yeah. called, isn't it? Abstinence, when you refrain from sexual activity. Or even abstinence can be <coughs> refraining from drinking alcohol or other stuff, but it's mainly used in that format. Did you hear that he's taking a seven-week masturbatical? That guy has a tag like five times a day. That's going to be tough. <laughs> How many times have you wanked off in a day the most? I have no idea, mate. <laughs> that many? Yeah, I lost it. <laughs> you know what's a spastic eagle? <clears throat> No. When a person receives anal, gives head, and gives two hand jobs at the same time, if you can picture in your head 
the head and arm movements, you'll understand why it's given the name Spastic Eagle. <laughs> right, I'm going to let you do two more. Yeah, it's exactly what I have left. Douche Baguette. I'll be honest, I didn't even listen to that last one. Douche Baguette. Yeah. A female douchebag, a woman who exhibits characteristics of a douchebag. Just look at her pompous gait. What a douche baguette. <laughs> pompous gait. <laughs> I wow. think the person <clears throat> saying that is a douche baguette, to be honest. I don't know. If you're having a go at someone because of the gait of their house, maybe there's a different meaning to that. Maybe we're not understanding that. Probably moment. not. Tell me, do you know what's doping the hamster? Uh, what? Maybe, what? To intoxicate oneself by inserting drugs up the anus. Oh. Man, I spent all night doping the hamster with that ecstasy you got me, dude. That, that's your favourite method, isn't it? Of consuming yeah. drugs. Used to hoover up cocaine with your also. <laughs> Just the rim. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I use as lube. Well, it's not going to work, is it? <laughs> Powder. <clears throat> and create a sticky paste. Let's carry on. Your anal discharge. I don't think we're gonna ever Ooh. invite anyone to this podcast because no one wants well, to be subjected to this shit. Let's move on to this then, Bruno. We, we sort of realised that you still had <laughs> How long has it been? A year. It must be, yeah. So we got basically we went to a tattoo festival uh, in Cardiff. Wait, we need to start in the beginning. How did we get to that tattoo thing? I think it's just funny that we went to a tattoo parlor the day before, literally yeah. the day before, and you wanted to have a tattoo, and the guy yeah. said, "Oh, um, we cannot. We're uh, packing everything because we're going to a tattoo convention tomorrow." Oh, really? Where is that? Oh, it's in uh, where was it? Cardiff. <laughs> yeah, it was in. It's in Cardiff. Okay. See you there tomorrow. <laughs> we just we fucking we, we were like, oh, whatever. Well, then we went to get a drink. <laughs> and we and made... we're like, I wonder, like, have you ever been to Cardiff? No, I've never been. Let's book a... Let's check the... Oh, the tickets are only like 20 quid. Let's oh, book a shit, hotel. Yeah. Should we... Oh, the hotel's only for 60 quid. And next Should day we, we just... <laughs> we just went. Obviously, I did get the tattoo from the guy. <laughs> They're like, oh, it's you guys. You came in the other day. We're like, yeah, you told us about the tattoo festival. <laughs> we What's just went... Like, We've never been to one. We've never been to Cardiff. Let's check it out. It's always like that. Remember that yeah, night? Like that that yeah. night we were drinking and you go like, hey, what do you think if we go have a drink in Liverpool? Yeah. I'm like, when? Tomorrow. Okay, let's go. <laughs> we <laughs> left Liverpool. <laughs> it's similar to everything. Cologne, how we did Cologne. But, yeah, um, but it was with a month, yeah. a few months anticipated. So anyway, we went to this tattoo festival. <clears throat> and there was this guy selling moonshine. Um and we were like, he was giving out little tasters. So we had a little taste. Or we had the hazelnut one, was it? Wait, we had the entire tray. Yeah, but the main ones, we had the hazelnut one and the this one, roasted apple. Yeah. And they were like, oh, God, that's so nice. So we ended up buying a jar of it, a mason jar, but it gives you this little funnel thing on the lid. Um, and we obviously realised that we still had some of Bruno's one left. So we're going we're gonna to do a bit of it. So I haven't drank that in a long time, but that shit well, is tasty. Shall I read off the label? Um, <laughs> if you can. A smooth and tempting moonshine liqueur with the aromatic taste of almond, apple, cinnamon and vanilla. Moonshine was illegal alcohol produced during the American Prohibition. Those days gave rise to stories of gangsters, bootleggers and hedonism. We bring back a taste of those lawless days with a grain-based spirit distilled using traditional techniques and bottled in original mason jars. And it's O'Donnell 
moonshine. To be honest, it's really good. Yeah. So we, we'll do a little taste. Should we do like we did with the whiskey, a little taster thing? Yeah, yeah. Do we want a glass or do a shot? No, we'll do a shot. We don't need the glass. Okay. I'll even drink it from the fucking idea? jar. A shot? <clears throat> of moonshine, no, because that shit is actually strong. <laughs> it's not okay. the best idea ever, but, you know. It's not that strong, actually. No, it tastes really well. Especially now, because it's going to be extremely cold. It's, um, it's, only, uh, <laughs> it's only 20%, mate. 40 proof, whatever that fucking means. I don't know what... To, that's the thing. I always wondered, what does the 40 proof mean? No idea. Anyway. It smells so good. It smells like apple pie, doesn't it? It tastes like apple pie. Poof. This is good, man. Oh, yeah. It cleans your palate. It literally cleans it. That's so good. I reckon we do a few more of them. I think we finished. We, we, we need to finish the, the thing. Yeah, it's your birthday. Fuck it. It's your birthday. Because we didn't do one at the end of um, Urban Dictionary Corner or Truth or Lies. Oh, so or... that means we need to do another one after this, uh, right? I'm not driving today, so I don't care. You are. How are we going to go and pick up those hookers? <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, hooker is a nickname for our friend Liam. Because <laughs> we both go through him like a train. <laughs> <laughs> and he enjoys it. <laughs> he actually... The thing is, he always asks for it. When yeah. are you going to run me through like a train? Oh, it's good. The second one was better. It's so nice. It generally is like apple pie. I, I bet the third one will be better. Yeah, well, in a bit. We'll find out. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm still thinking about plowing Liam like a train. <laughs> okay, so... Again, let's go back to pets. So, obviously, you had... We got up to Kimbe, I think, did we? Um, well, sort we of. spoke about almost all of them. Yeah, and then... Um, so obviously, after you got you had your two most recent dogs in your parents' house, or sort of three, you obviously had Jill and uh, Nemo. Nemo. They're both uh, Labradors. Massive, massive. Some of the biggest Labradors I've ever seen. Especially Nemo. He's yeah, massive. And then um, Jonas, which <laughs> was a little pug. I remember going there when he was a little puppy. He was hilarious. He's big now. <laughs> he was in that spare room. Yeah. And I must have left the door open one day before I went to sleep or not closed it fully. I remember them. I was all getting woken up by his. I just heard this <laughs> <laughs> and I'm licking my face, and it's him fucking waking me up. <laughs> and then Kimbe, I see Kimbe coming after him. Like I don't know if he's coming in to collect him. Like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? But then he's like, oh wait, you're awake. So he comes and fucking cuddles me as well. That was fucking hilarious. Kimbe was that. funny. He was so old. So you're sort of waking up and you know when you wake up you're not quite sure what it is but I'm like what the fuck is that you think like who the hell did I bring home last night is this mantra yeah. and then your mum comes in like, oh Michael I'm so sorry I'm like no it's fine it's brilliant it's the best way to be woken up uh, that's funny he doesn't do it in mine because he cannot jump on top yeah. of my bed he's so fat he cannot jump he used to just fall asleep he'd fall, he'd fall asleep like trying to fo- like chew your hands he would fall asleep on your foot. Yeah. He would literally put his He'd head there. Like, after trying to attack your shoe. <laughs> he's a grown up now. He's a fat little bastard now, isn't he? Has he lost any weight recently? He, got no, a bit he, fat, he, he just put on weight, man. He looks like, looks like a sausage. Yeah. So <laughs> the, the reason we're doing this podcast is, sadly, Bruno's dog, Gilles, passed away the other day. Um, yeah, last Wednesday? 
No, the day before your birthday on yeah. Tuesday. No, it was the day after. Okay. Uh, yeah, Thursday. 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 It was very sad. Um, I'm, I was sad about it, and it wasn't even my dog. But he was, um, like you say, he was a Labrador. He's a black lab, massive. Well, um, and his best mate who used to sleep with him was Nemo. What, what lab is that? The white ones, sort of cream ones. It's like beige ones. Beige lab, yeah. Massive one. I've got a name for it. It's the second biggest dog I've ever had. They're both huge, but Nemo was fucking is massive. And like, his head high as this table, you know. And his head is huge. And his hench. Yeah. It's fucking hench. But obviously the sadness about Gilles is he got what he got bitten by a mosquito. He got bitten by a mosquito that gave him um a, a disease. I don't, I don't know how to call it in English. I know in Portuguese it's called uh, leishmanios. It's like it, a degenerative. It's like disease, uh, it? let's put it like this. It's like cancer for humans. Yeah. He would have to live with it for the rest of his life. And um, he would have to take medication. So he was really debilitated after he went to the vet. And he came home. And on the day he died, it was 49 degrees in Portugal. So I don't think the heat also helped. Mm. So basically he died in the morning. But honestly, I mean, it's, it's sad to say it, but if it, it might least, have been yeah, better because yeah, he was pain. not in suffering. Because you know, even, like, you don't know, it might even seem, you, might, you never know when a dog's in pain. So it might have been like every day he's taking this medicine to keep him alive, but it, internally he might be in agony. Yeah, I know. And do you know what I mean? And yeah, it's sad that he's passed away, but at least you know that there is no pain there. It's the second one that passes from the same thing. Yeah. Uh, the other one was uh, Benny, the, the big one. Also the same thing. And apparently the, the doctor was explaining the vet that the, those mosquitoes usually at, uh, they're more prone to attack during the morning or the late, late evening. Yeah. And those two dogs were, uh, they're dogs from the outside. So, you know. Sad. <laughs> but um, we'll, we'll dedicate a special section at the end where we'll, we'll talk <coughs> about him in depth and all the things he used to do. What a um, prick he was. But, so my, I've currently got my dog, Banjo. And he's a, he's a cross between a Jack Russell and a Lurcher. Jesus Christ. And he's basically like a giant Jack Russell, isn't he? He's just all muscle, but he's so calm and chill. Doesn't make any noise. He just relaxes. All day he relaxes. He was so easy to train. I taught him something new the other day. So obviously I've taught him tricks like paw, paw, yeah. beg. So the other day I, just, I decided, oh, let me see if I can train him like lay, lay yeah. down as well. Within two goes, he got it. Hey, he's he knew a what I wanted him to do. He's so smart. <coughs> he's Obviously, really he's, su- smart he's such a good dog. Like I say, he's so relaxed and calm nearly all the time. Honestly, he's the strongest small oh, dog so I've str- ever seen yeah. in my life. It's crazy. Like he does. Like it's deceiving how strong he is. Like he can pull. <laughs> I'm six foot four. I'm not a small guy, and he's he can pull my arm off. You know, he's so strong. It's funny because he's also the smallest dog that I've ever seen having such a big growl. <laughs> And bark and growl, yeah. Never, it just doesn't suit him. It's like a lion when we heard it, wasn't it? Like, <laughs> I looked at him up. Did you transform into the fucking Hulk? But I'll tell you why I did that. Because we were walking in sort of late night around a local park here, Stockley. It's massive. And um, it was what? A uh, German Shepherd. Yeah. Well, obviously, we had him off lead. He's really good off lead. He doesn't run off or anything. He just wanders about. But there was that um, out of nowhere as we're going up the hill. Take your time. This um, it was a Labrador. No, it was a German. No, no, no it was a, a golden retriever. Sorry, was it? I yeah, think yeah. it was a shepherd. No, 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 it was a golden retriever. I remember it clearly. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. The shepherd was the one that was at yeah. the top, and yeah, it yeah. came out of nowhere and it literally ran towards you. And I've never seen an aggressive golden retriever. I didn't think it was in their nature. No, it's the but first this time thing I saw wanted it. to attack you. And Benjo was and laying next to me first. Jumped in front. <coughs> of you and got to you. It was 
let off the biggest growl and deep bark. Even Teeth the other bark. dog was confused. I think the, 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 how deep and loud his barking growl was threw that dog off. It's probably like, what the fuck? And obviously, it stepped a little bit closer. He, Banjo didn't go towards it. He was just stood there waiting. But as it Banjo was in attack he, position. He then, in defence position, not attack. Yeah, but yeah, but... He then sort of stepped towards the dog a bit and the dog walked back. But then it tried to go around the corner to me. And all of a sudden, Banjo leaps in front of me yeah. and he's like growling not taking his eyes off this dog but literally relaxed ready to defend I think Benjamin what he loves mate I won't go past him he, surprised, he surprises us in many ways but that surprised us obviously first of all the fact that he was his defensive instincts instincts were so especially because he good. never spent too much time with yeah. me it was one of the first and times and also because he he's never he never shows aggression to any other dog so every now and again there's this one dog around by me that he just seems to not like but he gets on with every other dog He's so good with kids and dogs. But I think he felt the just, aggression yeah, of the other dog. He must have, like I say, it's where we talk about their senses. He knew instantly that we were in, we could have been in danger. And his he literally leapt to our defence. He was I, ready. I never heard such a deep growl. Yeah, and he never went for it. That's the best thing about no, it. He, he was literally on, on, in front of me, He's sitting. telling it. You ain't getting to these fellas. But you could see he was, uh, he was having fun with it. Because he was in front of me. And I could see his tail wiggling like, yeah. I'm going to fuck he's, him up. He's, and then he's like flexing every muscle, and he? He's like, it's like, what he's like <laughs> look at me. Look at these muscles. I will, I will kill that you, motherfucker. Really, it was like, the growl was like, almost like a lion, wasn't it? The growl was like, was like, Roo. Roo. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> I was looking at him like, what? Basically, to, to explain it, it was sort of like, what, like the size of a beagle, maybe? But obviously, obviously a bit muscly. But he was... It was brilliant. And then, obviously, then suddenly the owners of this dog come running down the hill. They're like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Uh, we didn't think anyone else was here. I was like, is your dog normally aggressive towards strangers? They're like, yeah, sort of. I was like, so where the fuck is he off the lead? Like, off the lead. And not on, not on muzzle. If if Banjo wasn't there, that thing could have, would have literally grabbed hold of you and Probably. latched on. I would have to punch that motherfucker. And it was a big dog, yeah. and it could do real damage. Now, imagine it was a kid instead uh, of you. He probably would kill the kid. Yeah. And you're walking him around this park off lead when he should be on the lead with a muzzle. When you know he's dangerous. Yeah. yeah. And I don't blame that dog. I blame the owners. The owners have caused him to be like that. But that's you're, the thing. I always you, told you. You create the behaviour in the dog. The dogs are the reflection of the owners. Yeah. Always. Not just a reflection, but they create that behaviour in him either by poor training, aggression, not enough care and compassion or love. You don't treat it as a pet. It's more a fucking accessory. And it, they, they produce it. Whereas if you treat it with love, you train it with love... You train it like you would a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it, it grows up <coughs> to be a decent fucking animal, like Banjo is. And it, again, Banjo could have easily matched that dog's aggression, gone for it, grabbed on, bit it. But he didn't. He Look, just stood in the way and said, you ain't getting to these fellas. Look, Banjo the other day here in the house, he could have easily ripped apart Kira. Yeah. He was like, nah. <laughs> He's like slapped him a couple of times on the nose and he's just like, please be my friend. <laughs> And he could have easily fucked her up. And he yeah. just looked at her like, okay, I mean, he, he gave the little bit of a pussy in the bit when he goes, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think he was just overwhelmed. Like, why is she hitting yeah. me? I'm but just smelling her. If she did that when we were in the room, he'd probably be like, I'm not fucking having this. Yeah. <laughs> Kiko was shitting. Was shitting that herself. was funny though, because Kiko always bullies Kira. And Kira had roam of the house because Banjo was there to protect her. Yeah. Every time he moved towards her, he was running at him. Like, no, no, stop it. Go back to the corner. 
Makita was having no shit that day. She was like, I don't give a shit if you're a dog. I reckon she was really, she was like, thank you. Cheers, <laughs> yeah, <just, laughs> mate. You've sorted that account out. On the nose of it. Yes. You know. But it was funny, but he is such a good dog and I'm really ple- privileged to have him. He's so... He's such a good dog. He's honestly. a really, he's a really nice dog with people as well. Do you know not funny only with other pets. Yeah, yeah, very much so. But I've been working from home, obviously, because of the lockdown. He, uh, he's got into a routine where he wakes up. Obviously, my alarm goes off. Immediately, he walks out of my room, goes into the living room where I've got my sort of office, and just sits there waiting for me to come in and start work. <laughs> he just slays there all day. At lunchtime, I take him for his walk. We come back. He give him a bit of food. He just chills again. He just lays there. Every now and again, he sort of comes up to me and taps me. Think how hard he started started doing as well. He'll come up and tap, sort of nudge me when he wants to go out for a wee. So I let him out into the back garden. That's good. He's got. He's so smart. Think how how hard will it be for him when all this shit ends and you need to go back to the office? He will be like. uh, It'll be weird for him. I mean, obviously, he was like that before all of this. He would know that I was leaving the house. I go to work. I imagine now when you go back to the office, the alarm clock goes off and he goes to the living room like yeah. He just sits all day waiting for me to come and stop. <laughs> and you just what walk. Is this and you just walk past, like, yeah. go to the door and he's like, I'm like, bye, man, Jay. What? Wait, what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where are you going? Whoa, 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 whoa. Who said you could go? Yeah. He's like, he's a character, mate. He's funny. He, um, he, when he was a puppy, he just, his favourite chew toy was your hands. You'd play fighting, chewing yeah. your fingers. I bought him all these chew toys and chew treats for when he was teething. But the one thing he went for without any any um, sort of delay was my pair of heels, my mum's heels. She'd just bought them, the red pair of heels, quite expensive. He somehow got into her wardrobe, got them out, and literally, Destroyed I mean, by them. the end they were shredded, but this was like over a period of months, they were just his toy. And then see, once she's realised he's chewed the heel, they're no good to her. She's yeah. like, oh, he can fucking have them now, you little shit. But they were his favourite chew toy. And he shredded them to a point that the fabric of the shoe was the only thing left over a period of months. Christ. It's <laughs> so funny. He, lo- he used to love chewing shoes. He'd grab your sock. He'd try and pull it off your foot. Oh, man. <laughs> mine, mine was funny, especially um, Jill. Because, you know, my before my, my parents, they had like um, a fireplace at home. So we used to go to the back where we had the wood in the corner in the shed and we would come with a little bucket with the wood and after a bit you're walking and you feel something like what the fuck what's pulling me you look back and he's taking the wood one by one and he doesn't allow you to take anything so you get to the door you have no wood inside you feel it lighter and lighter the way you're going like what the fuck and you look back and he's like hello <laughs> what the fuck are you going with this Throw yeah. it, throw it at me, throw it. I'm like, that was a funny thing about him. He's never, I've never been able to get into loan fetch. I don't know if it's because he's realised, because of how smart he is. He will, he'll chase it and grab it. He'll run back towards you, but then he'll run and leave it off there. So you're the one that then has to go and grab it. And he's like, no. he's like, no, you fetch. you're basically fetching, and he literally go and leave it there and wait for you to go and get it, and then he's like, right, throw it for me. Yeah. You are a little bastard. He's like, no, you, I fetch. No, right. you fetch. You fetch. Yeah. <laughs> it's like funny. a tag, tag well, game. It in, no, it's your turn. He does it in my in my uh, in my house. So the lo- hallway leads into the kitchen. I'll get my brother to stay in the kitchen. I'll stand in the hallway. I'll throw something for him. He'll go and grab it and try and run into my room, Wasn't through the he, kitchen into my room. Didn't he hit your brother in the balls or? <laughs> He launched at him, so my brother came home, and he just went sprinting, jump, went to jump at him, but because of the height he is, when he, 
legs. It was literally ball height. So it ended up like nutting him in the balls. <laughs> I can imagine. But... Yeah, he's such a character. Anyway. In another bit. Uh, yeah, I bet he does it on purpose anyways. Yeah, probably. As you might have realized by now, our pets are not normal. They're all fucked in the head. Right. Let's move on then to the next section when I open my phone. So we'll do rumours, Bruno. I've heard some more about you, mate. Jesus, there's really, always a lot of rumours here. It's really getting out of control with <coughs> these rumours about you. So um, some of them are really weird this week. So we'll start with the first one. Weird but real. So I heard this rumour that the real Bruno died in 1990 and you are a synth replacement sent by the Institute. Yeah. That's true. That's probably true. We've got to kill him. <laughs> uh, the next one. Apparently you got friends owned by a lamppost. That was the darkest day of my life. Was it? Yeah. Because the friend, the, the fucking lamppost went dark on me. <laughs> it was just like, I think we're better off as friends. Yeah, I saw the light going off. I'm like, shit. Uh, next one, you think you're sick, don't you? In which way? Sick? Like sick sickness or sick? No, you think you're sick as in like wicked cool. I am sick. No, you're not. You're mate, fucking I am shit. Sick. Everyone loves you me. You ain't shit, bro. Everyone loves me, mate. I'm the star of this fucking uh, podcast. Next one, I don't know if this is a rumour about you or the woman just genuinely needed help. Um, help. Help me. Oh, no. Oh, God, no. It's coming back. Please. Tell my children I love them. They're probably the woman just... I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. That's, just, that's it. That's all she said. <laughs> How do you know? Were you there when she said it? Yeah, and then she randomly, she sort of like got dragged off into a bush. I was like, oh, that was weird. <laughs> and you just I thought I didn't get involved, you know. Uh, you didn't anything laugh. to do with her. Uh, final one. On the night of Tuesday the 24th of March, Mr. Diaz did wantingly and knowingly fart at a police officer. He did so in a provo- provocative and offensive manner to... Uh, matter, sorry. Pro- provocative and offensive manner. I don't know what's going on today. He screamed, I'm Gaseous Clay, as he ran off. Gaseous Clay? <laughs> yeah. There is currently a warrant out for his arrest, and the public have been warned not to approach as he is armed and dangerous. It's a weird one. What's the warrant? What I don't know if that was a rumour or if I just read that on, a, on, the, on, the new, on the police website. Probably under Met Police. Yeah. Is that true? Did no, you do that? No, no. You didn't fight a police officer provocatively and offensively. Oh, yeah, I did. And then shout, I'm, I did, I I'm did. Gaseous Clay. No, I didn't shout that, but I did fart. You, you didn't call yourself Gaseous Clay? No, not Gaseous Clay. <laughs> what you make those rooms this week, Bruno? A little bit far-fetched, those ones. <clears throat> yeah. Um. <laughs> what do you make of the woman who needed help? It's not even a rumour about it. A woman that was randomly carried into the bush by an unknown entity. Fuck you know. <laughs> it was Kenneth. <laughs> Kenneth, you bad he boy. He gets about, didn't he? Right. Since all of those rumours were true, <laughs> another bit of. Uh... We'll do a shot. You know what? I think I'm gonna have to order that online. <laughs> yeah. Pretty damn good. I think I'm gonna cancel my um, my subscription to tequila every two months. Yeah, get this instead. Or I can keep the tequila every two months and this one every two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> a day. 
<laughs> Every two weeks, we have a little Storm fucking chair. moonshine being delivered. Right. Even the smell, mate. Even the smell is good. Do you want to do another shot of the raspberry vodka? No, after doing the moonshine, I won't do any more shots besides moonshine. Yeah, you will. No. You will. I don't want to say that. I'm the one who's in charge. I have to fly tomorrow. Right, Bruno, this week, I don't have any jokes. I've decided to opt instead for idiotic things said by politicians on the same sort of stretch as the Bojo it's, ones. It's still a joke. I thought I'd go for these. So, Hank Johnson was speaking about the island of Guam. My fear is that the whole island will become so overly populated that it will tip over and capsize. He's American, right? It's true. <laughs> it's not true for lies. No, but it's... Oh, you actually yeah, said... They've all said oh, oh, okay. Just how's fucking done is that? Yeah, but that's what I said. He's American, right? <laughs> okay, the next one. George H.W. Bush's Freudian slip. For seven and a half years, I've worked alongside President Reagan. We've had triumphs. We've uh, made some mistakes. We've had some sex uh, setbacks. He <laughs> <laughs> had some sex. Probably they did. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Here we go. Speaking of Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan on facts. Facts are stupid things. But they're still facts. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking dumb these people. <laughs> Another one from George W. Bush, Bruno. On working three jobs. He was speaking to a divorced mother of three who was working three jobs just to stay afloat. You work three jobs? Uniquely American, isn't it? I mean, that is fantastic that you're doing that. Wow. How dumb do you need to be? He's a fuck... But do you only have quotes for American politicians? <coughs> Good. Okay. Here's the next one. This is, a... this is Ted Kennedy. They don't call me Tyrannosaurus Sex for nothing. Tyrannosaurus Sex? Does he have a little wing? A little... Little pecker. <laughs> no, Tyrannosaurus is a massive creature. He's a, I know. He's a <laughs> fucking idiot. Here we go. Here's Bill Clinton on marijuana. I thought he was going to call Monica. Monica! <laughs> when I was in England, I experimented with marijuana a time or two. I didn't like it. I didn't inhale. And I never tried it again. Bullshit! I think it's bullshit as well. Richard Nixon, there's a couple of them, they sort of tie in. So the first one, on, he's talking about the White House tape. So yeah. these are, like, I guess, they're recordings of the yeah, yeah, Oval Office or something. Um, you know, I've always wondered about the tape and equipment, but I'm damn glad we've got it. Okay. This next one, again, about the White House tapes. Um, I was under medication when I made the decision to burn the tapes. <laughs> so he's obviously burning them to hide something, but... Oh, God. <laughs> Medication made him decide to burn tapes. Of course. Uh, final one. This is Al Gore on zebras. A zebra does not change its spots. <laughs> what spots? <laughs> what kind of zebra is he fucking He's seeing? Fucking Did you see again? There's so many of them that I could do this for fucking about eight weeks. Wait, eight worth. Come on, eight I'm, podcasts. And only Americans. We're talking only Americans. Yeah, just the Americans. Imagine all the other ones. But I can did find. you did you see that shit? Ginge came to me yesterday, and she was telling me, "Oh, did you see? There's a no a new zodiac sign." Yeah, yeah. So we're supposed to change our zodiac child. Yeah, I sign. think it was. Was it because the zodiac calendar comes from? 
Who, who's it come from? The Babylonians. Um, yeah, no, no. It's and they decided the they decided not to include this one when they did it all those years yeah. ago. But now NASA have said, right, it's in. So that means that I'm not a Taurus. Star, star clusters, aren't they? Yeah, that means that I'm not a Taurus. I'm an Aries. Really? <laughs> yeah. Why does it change yours? It's it changes everyone's because it's been put in between. Uh, was it Scorpio and yeah? But you have one Sagittarius. Libra only has three days. You can only be Libra in three days. Yeah, because I saw um, I saw <coughs> today this woman um, had got a sort of lion tattooed on herself because she was a, yeah. a Leo, and now all of a sudden she's not. Mate, I don't give a shit. I'm still a Taurus. I don't give a fuck. But I'm still Cancer. Middle of July. I'm yeah, still yes, you are. You're a fucking Cancer in this society. <laughs> yeah, but I'm also a Cancer starter. The crap. And you've got plenty of crap. <laughs> you still haven't been checked. All right, let's, uh, so we're getting towards the end of it. So let's spend the end of it talking about Gilles Bruno. Tell uh, us all about him, all the best things he did. He was a funny dog, man. I picked him up when he was small. Uh, one of my friends, <coughs> he did some breeding. So I picked him up as a gift to my mum. Oh, man, he was a funny one. Little black doggy when he came to us. He was always running around, always chewing everything, always making Nemo's life miserable, you know. <laughs> I once saw him trying to bite Nemo's balls off. Literally, Nemo was standing and you could see him like... <laughs> clapping below that. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, if you do that, you're going to die. Because <laughs> Nemo's going to kill you in a second. <laughs> or he's going to have excruciating pain and he will not do anything. But it was funny because once one of those little jumps, his nose touched it. And you could see Nemo going like... Oh, I will fucking kill you. Oh, you're going to die. He was funny. He used to do. Like, he did. Sorry, <coughs> he looked very much like my um, dog that was a cross between an Alsatian and uh, a black one. Uh, he yeah. looked so much like him, especially with his, as he's got older, that sort of graying around the mouth. He looks so much like him. I'll show you a picture later. But the thing is, for example, Nemo, he's really big, but he's a scared dog. He looks like very. He's, I think if it's, there's an intruder, he's not. But obviously, when we went there, obviously I was a new person. He was like, oh. he's all like nervous and shy. Jill, no, Jill will come to you straight away. Like, he got used to me after a while once he saw me and Jill sort of petting him. So I was petting him and but Jill, no. a bit. Jill will go to you straight away. Like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> what are you doing? Jill? Yeah, he loved me. I mean, they all did. Kimbei, Jonas, Jill, <coughs> Nemo, eventually. Yeah. But they were so nice. <laughs> they were funny. But yeah, because I mentioned like, imagine not being me, someone who's used to dogs and loves dogs. You would be intimidated by these two, first of all. Oh, especially me. Yeah, because they're huge. But then if they had that reaction, you'd be like, oh. Because the thing is, when you go there, or when you used to go there, first one that would come out would be Jill. And Jill is already big, or was already big. And you're, like, intimidated by it. And suddenly you see... I mean, a I wasn't, but... Yeah, so but I can imagine someone being... suddenly you see a massive head coming out of the fucking yeah. area. And you just see a massive golden Labrador coming out like at you. Like big chungus, have you seen that? Yeah. <laughs> just... Oh, it's big chungus! And you actually, if if you pay attention to it, you can actually hear his paws going... Yeah. Because he walks really slowly, and yeah. you're like, holy... Shit. I don't think he has a choice to move slowly. I think that's his only option. And then he comes to you, he looks at you, sits his fucking ass on the floor, and he's like, fucking pet me already. Yeah. Come on, hurry up. I'm here to make you happy. Jonas is like just a little fucking mental case. You know, the, my mum was telling me before he died, they left him uh, in the front of the house with uh, Jonas. Because Nemo is afraid of Jonas. 
Which doesn't make sense because he's ten times bigger than him. <laughs> Nemo's like up here. Like if we do it on the table, Nemo's like this. <laughs> and Jonas is like this. <laughs> and he's afraid of him. Because he bites his paws, you know, he's always yeah. biting him. Jill is not a, it was not afraid of him. And my my mum and my dad left him there in front and they had to go to my grandma's. When they came back, it was only Jonas in front. And I'm like, where the fuck did he go? So even in his dying breath the motherfucker ripped the net at the back of my house to go next to Nemo because he wanted to fight Nemo still <laughs> he was like I'm dying I'll fuck you up right I'm gonna die but we're gonna fight first if you kill me good if not I'll die anyway well, maybe he was just like Nemo kill me just kill me please you know my mum got to the house like what the fuck is the dog when they went to the back he was at the back with Nemo like but they do apparently go like <coughs> they run up, try and run away to die, don't they? Kind of. Apparently. Apparently, I don't know. What do you think it is? Do you think it's because they don't want to cause you sadness or pain? I don't know, but it's weird because my mum, every single dog that passed away, my mum was there when they died. You know, this one the same. This one, my mum opened the window of the bedroom. She, he looked at her and he literally gave his last breath, like done. It's like he was waiting to say goodbye or something. Yeah, like that. so sad. It's, Bless him. But, you know, he, he was a good dog. Nine yeah. nine years, he was always good. Never never had any problems with him. Never bit anyone. Well, except my father. <laughs> but he, well, was trying, he was trying to separate the fight between him and, um, and Nemo. And he Just kind leave of... Just to it. They're not going to hurt each other really, are they? Well, with Nemo, you never know. Yeah, but he's not aggressive he's not going to just lose it is he? no he no no you there. know what Nemo with him would lose it because one day when I was there in the house I, I, I remember this because I went to do some uh, you know the, the blood uh, analysis blood test blood test so I still had that little thing here the, the cotton and when I got home they were fighting and I had to go out because Nemo had Jill by his neck and he was literally snapping him around so I had to grab the motherfucker and pull him back because he's Funny enough, Nemo only respects me. He doesn't respect my father, my mom. Yeah. If they were fighting, my father had to go there with a bucket of water or something. My mom the same. I would go outside. I would just go there and like, you know, just bah! in the head. And he would look at me like, oh shit, it's you. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. But that's the only way. But my father and my mom, they never respected them. Yeah. As soon as I would go out, and you saw it. As soon as I would go out, Nemo would sit straight away looking at me like, hi boss. <laughs> How you doing? You, you, I don't think your dad has many interactions with them, really. Does he? He's not. A... Well, my dad has more interactions with his planes than he had with the dogs. So, you know, yeah, let's do this quick shot. Same as the interactions he had with me. Uh, yeah, I don't blame him for that. No, I'm kidding. My father was always working, so it's normal. I would be if you were my son. I'd have gone out for a pint of milk and never came back. Or he would have yeeted you in through a skip when you were a baby. I would go to buy cigarettes and never come back. (laughs) If you ever have kids, it would be one of the worst things to ever happen to the world. What, me having kids or not having kids? Having kids. Well, yeah, I know, but it will eventually happen. Yeah, but I mean, do you really need to? It's not like there's a a shortage of children in the world, is there? If anything, there's too many of them. There's a shortage of sick kids like me. Sick people. Sick in the head, yeah. And you do sick. despicable things to people. Yeah, I know. Kenna, sorry. Like when you went to that children's hospital. Uh, no, <laughs> okay, so Long story. 
We'll do um We'll do a should we do a shot of Moonshine to say yeah, cheers yeah. to Jill or or should we not? Yeah, yeah. Of course. I'm always up for a shot of moonshine. I didn't know if you wanted like a glass with ice or No no no. Moonshine we drink it like this, like men. We're not men. Lucky we're not drinking it from the fucking jug. We're man children. Okay. It's not pouring very well at the moment. It's ended. No, it hasn't. There's quite a lot left. Ah, oh, because it's not going through that little thing. Alright. Did you do this? Lucky. <laughs> 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 Alright, so well, say RIP Jill To that little little fucker. You are loved and you will be remembered. Ah, uh, he's he was always Sponge a nice it. dog, man. Pretty sure wherever he is, he's going to be with Alex, yeah. Benny, Mike. All his little friends. Joanna, Rookie, and uh, Kimba. It's so, just a shame that you'll never be able to see them again because you're going straight to hell. <laughs> Who tells you that they're not going to be there? You're going to be bummed by the devil. Not, All right, guys. I'm not really sure what's going to happen if it is it isn't the other way around. Oh, none of it exists, so I don't know why you're, you're talking about it. But okay, Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for listening or watching. We love you guys. Uh, we're going to go now. That is us, wrapped up. We'll see get, you later. Time to get drunk. Bye-bye. It's time to party. Perfect.